Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Well, well, well. Hello, Girls Night Gang, and welcome to an all-new episode of Girls Night with your girl, Alexis Waters. I am riding solo today. I was going to say unfortunately, but honestly, fortunately, it's just me today because I have been getting ditched left and right. I can't make this shit up, people. I have been booking the best guest and they're flaking on me last minute. Honestly, I blame Kevin, my producer, for all my problems because now he's having a baby and I already lost my co-host, Raven Gates, to a child. And now Kevin's like, I have um, a doctor's appointment. I'm like, well, I have a podcast to do, you know? What's more important? Either way, (sighs) honestly, Raven Gates and I used to be so close. And then all of a sudden she had this child, Baby Gates, and then she just ditched me. And I'm like, bitch, you've only known the kid for six months. You've known me for five years. Remember all the memories we made together? And I was there when you met Adam, aka her baby daddy, and it would have never, Baby Gates would have never been here if I wasn't in the situation because I pushed Raven and Adam together. I'm totally kidding. I made that up. And I love Baby (laughs) Gates. I am not talking shit about Baby Gates because I love him so much. I want to eat him. He is the cutest baby ever. And I'm so happy for Raven. I really am. I just miss her, you know? But I'm actually going to her house tomorrow. I'm just being dramatic because that's what I do. But I get it. I get it. People grow up. They get in relationships. They get married. They have children. They have grandchildren. Honestly, works for some people. Guess not for me. So since everybody around me is taking care of children and I can't even imagine having that responsibility, number one, number two, I can't even take care of myself. I don't even think I could take care of a plant, a goldfish. Even having a boyfriend is a full-time job. I'm sorry. I think, and also I'm an auntie, which I'm an auntie of nine nieces and nephews. I have nine nieces and nephews and my sister is pregnant again. So I feel like my family's good right now and I don't really need to add any stress to anybody's life. Not stress. I know babies are joy for some people. But yeah, just the anti-life is for me. I had Tyler's family here this past weekend as well. That's why the episode is late. So yeah, it's Kevin. It's everybody's fault but mine. So sorry, guys. Tyler's family came and he has, his brother has an eight-year-old girl and a two-year-old. And when they left, I... I don't know, man. Like, it goes in and out for me. I'm like, I want to have kids. And then I'm like, uh, I don't know if I could, I don't know if I have the energy for it anymore. Honestly, I, I like to be, I'm, I like the anti-life right now because I can watch them. They love me. And then I give them back. You know what I mean? So honestly, I just want to say that to all the parents out there, (laughs) 
oh my God, I just had a twang to my voice. I'm telling you, something's happening to me. I'm turning Southern, but something's happening. My voice is getting, there's a twang to my voice and I don't know how to get rid of it. I'm moving back to New Jersey. Okay, um, no, but seriously, I just wanted to make a public service <laughs> announcement to all the parents out there because it is a full-time job times a million raising children. Even just waking up and there's a baby. I can't even imagine just waking up and there's just a baby there and it's just staring at me like, hi, you have to take care of me. Like, no, I don't because I don't know what to do. Oh, shit, it gives me anxiety. But no, kudos to all the parents out there. You guys are the real fucking superheroes because if anybody, t I, if anybody comes for people, especially stay-at-home moms, I will fight you. I will fight you because that is the hardest job in the entire world. I just had to take, I think I had to take care of my niece who's was six months for one night and I was like, I needed like a six month vacation. It is, I mean, but if I think about it, I take care of Tyler, my 34 year old boyfriend, who's kind of a child. So I feel like a, a parent a little bit, but no, you guys are the real MVPs. All the parents out there, all the single moms, you guys are special. You really are. And if anybody tries to tell you that being a stay at home mom is not a full time job, send them my way. Please send him my way. Clearly, I have time. Sometimes I'll be talking to Raven and I'm just like, how do you do it? You have to wake up every day and make sure that you're alive, number one. Number two, that baby Gates stays alive. And number three, she also has to take care of a dog. Like sometimes I'm like, are you, do you need me to come over and help you? Because I'm, I'll try, but I'll, like, I'm probably not the best, um, best one, but I'll still try. I just am like, oh my God, I thought being an adult was hard. And then throwing a dog and then a baby and then another one in the mix. Like, God damn. I remember her mom was on the phone and I was like, Tracy Gates, I'm going to take care of baby Gates tonight. And she was like, Raven. You better not <laughs> let Alexis stay with the baby. And I was like, oh my God, you are so rude, Tracy Gates. And I said, I will literally make sure he's so entertained. He will be laughing all night. She goes, we need to keep that baby alive, not entertained. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that part. So <laughs> even though parenthood life is not in the cards for me at the moment, I just wanted to give a whole shout out and a whole seven minutes rant about how I appreciate you guys because, and how much I appreciate my mom and dad because adulthood in itself is hard. Like what? No. Yeah. I obviously appreciate my mom and dad, but at the same time, like why would they let us grow up and become adults where we have to pay taxes, health insurance, car insurance? our own gas, our own shampoo bottles, conditioner, leave-in conditioner, um, hairspray, uh, bills, electricity. 
The list goes on. They kind of signed us up for failure now that I think about it. I'm actually pissed. So thanks, mom and dad. Thanks, Tracy Waters, because I know you're listening and my dad doesn't even know what a podcast is. And thank God he doesn't. (laughs) I would probably not be alive today. (sighs) Oh my God, that would be my worst nightmare if my dad was like in a room and girls night was just blasting. And I was talking about all the things that I talk about. Oh, let's pray that never happens because in his eyes, I am daddy's little girl, the angel that I am. He he he. Okay, well, today's episode, I'm so excited to break down all things Elvis. I have been obsessed. I am in a hole of Elvis right now. If you guys haven't watched the movie, please go watch it. It was a really fucking long movie. And if you want to watch it, they have it available on Amazon Prime. But I would recommend buying it because I, my dumbass rented it four times because the movie is so long. And to be completely honest, the first time I watched it, I really wasn't that into it. Like, one, movies that are over two hours fucking bug me out because I'm like, who is this time? Meanwhile, I watched the movie uh, three times. But, you know, I just don't like when movies are so long. But, I mean, Elvis had such a crazy wild life that it had to be. And the second time I watched it, I really, I really did fall in love with it. And I just became Elvis obsessed. Elvis the pelvis. I've been listening to, well, he ain't no more hound dog. Crying all the time. Like, Tyler wants to murder me. And then also, Tyler actually did a really, really, really good Elvis impression, impersonation. Either way, he killed it. And I was so proud to be his girlfriend at that moment. And I know we're being um, Priscilla and Elvis for Halloween, so nobody copy me. Just kidding. There's going to be so many people that are dressed up um, as Elvis and Priscilla after this movie. And I also told Raven that she needs to make Baby Gates Elvis for Halloween because I need to see Baby Gates in a white jumpsuit studded with the sideburns and the hairdo. Like, I just need that for my life and soul. Okay, I need to stop talking about children and parents. Like, what is wrong with me? I'm just surrounded by babies. Is this baby fever? No. Oh my God, am I having baby fever? No, no, no. The only fever that I have is, is this kind of fever. When you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight. Fever in the morning, fever all through the night. Everybody's got the fever. You can say that again, Mr. Elvis Presley. Okay, (laughs) I am so creepy. So the film really does a great job at covering Elvis Presley's entire career and life. Like it starts out in his childhood. It even goes to his military days. It shows his rise to stardom, his Vegas residency, and his fatal death. But Austin Butler, who played Elvis in the movie... I had no idea who this kid was prior to this movie. Sorry, nobody come for me, Austin Butler fans, because I am one now. I am one with you guys, so don't come for me. But he, the only thing I know about the kid was that he dated Vanessa Hudgens for eight years, 
And she actually manifested that he was going to play Elvis even before the movie was in talks, like in the works. She said that he was going to play Elvis one day and he did. And did he play it well? Are you kidding me? He killed it. I watched so many YouTube videos of Elvis's real life, like live performances with the side-by-side of Austin Butler's performance in the movie. And he had his mannerisms down, his dance moves down. Austin Butler actually sang in the beginning of the movie when Elvis was young. Like that was actually his voice. He dedicated two years of his life on playing this role. And I am blown away. The kid, and just like watching interviews, he seems so down to earth, humble, and grateful, grateful that he had the chance and the opportunity to play Elvis because the kid can act. He is 100% going to at least be nominated for an Oscar. You heard it here first on Girls' Night with Alexis Waters. And the Academy Award for Best Actor in a Leading Role goes to Austin Butler and Elvis. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Oh my God. I have no idea why my brain just went there, but it did. And then I'm thinking about how Will Smith won last year, but he can't, he's not going to be able to present the the award this year because he's banned. Awkward. Well, speaking of Academy Award winners, or is Will Smith not one anymore? Oh my God, doesn't matter. Well, this part is where it gets creepy because Tom Hanks, who played Colonel Parker, who is Elvis Presley's manager, who is a fucking crook, slimy motherfucker, blood-sucking vampire, and took 50% of his earnings, allegedly, like nobody come for me. He was an illegal citizen, so he never let Elvis perform outside of the country. And uh, I just can't get over the fact that Tom Hanks had to play this guy because I love Tom Hanks. I really do. He was one of my uh, top 10 actors. But like, how do you go from Woody from Toy Story, who everybody loves, Tyler dressed up as him. Tyler looks like him. Tyler looks like Woody. Like, then you go from that and then you were Finding Nemo's dad, like a hero. And then last but not least, Forrest Gump. Hello, Tom fucking Hanks. You ruined it for everybody. You should have ran away from this movie because now I can never look at you the same. It gave me such Nicolas Cage vibes. I mean, I never liked Nicolas Cage, so I liked Tom Hanks. So this was like even worse. Like it was giving me creepy Nicolas Cage vibes and the accent, I don't even know where... I mean, it probably was spot on and Tom Hanks probably did a phenomenal performance. Like, but I refuse to look at videos of what the real Colonel Parker looks like because after seeing Tom Hanks and that prosthetic pokey (laughs) Pinocchio nose, I think I'm good. Way to go, Tom Hanks. Way to go. Like I would have totally preferred Priscilla Presley 
to be the narrator other than Tom Cruise because, or fucking whatever, it doesn't even matter. Because I just couldn't get over the accent. Like I just, it creeped me the fuck out and I just couldn't look past it. I was just like, oh my God, why is he talking so much? I'd rather Priscilla all day, every day. But the relationship between Elvis and Colonel Parker was one of the main storylines, which I wish it wasn't, but no, I'd hear that accent all fucking movie. But I think it was important to show, even just for Elvis fans, his family, to show the world like what Elvis truly went through. Like it really is crazy what happens in the entertainment world because here this man is who's a slimy ass, Pinocchio looking ass old man who finds a young naive talent and takes fucking advantage. Elvis was constantly working. Like, meanwhile, I make it to a Wednesday and I'm like, okay, like I'm exhausted. Like I can't go. I'm done for the rest of the week. But no, Colonel Parker did make him a shit ton of money, but there's just a line where you just can't overwork somebody. Like health comes first. There was this scene in this mo- in the movie where... Elvis was about to go perform and he passes out because he's clearly fucking exhausted because Colonel motherfucker Dick overworked his ass and he passes out. He does not look well. And everybody is just like shoving his face into an ice bucket to like wake him up. And the scary slender man, a.k.a. Colonel Parker, decides to say, whatever happens, that boy better be on that stage tonight. From there on, he was just literally injected with something to wake up and perform and then injected with something to go to sleep. Like it just got so out of hand, so fucking sad. But that's like what Britney Spears. Hello. That's exactly what happened to her. Why is nothing changing? But you know who the real winner is here? Me. No, I'm kidding. The one... The only Elvis Presley, and I cannot stress it enough how good Austin Butler was. If you watch just even the music, and I'm not even like a musical type of gal, but the movie was kind of in a, kind of like a musical, but a badass musical because it starred the king of rock and roll. And also I love that the new generation, like even myself, I'm an Elvis fan. I walked away from that movie As an Elvis fan, I love his music and he will always be remembered as the motherfucking king, a motherfucking rock and roll. The one, the only, President Jimmy Carter once reflected on Elvis Presley's legacy. And first of all, I don't even know who Jimmy Carter is and I don't even know that he was a president. Like maybe I should know these things um, already, but the one, the only president... (laughs) Jimmy Carter said his music and his personality fusing the styles of white country and black rhythm and blues permanently changed the face of American pop culture. His following was immense and he was a symbol to people, the world of the vitality, rebelliousness and good humor of his country. (sighs) Elvis, the pelvis. Well, Elvis, it's time for me to leave the building. And also just reading that brought me back to my childhood in elementary school when you had to read out loud in front of the entire class and like I have PTSD because I was horrible. 
but I did it, guys. I just wanted to give an apologies to Raven Gates. I'm sorry. Um, we ran out of time. She'll be here next week, hopefully. Well, Girls Night Gang, I love you all so much. Let me know how you felt about the Elvis movie. DM me at AlexisWitters underscore. Make sure to follow at Hoop Nation by Alexis and use code FLASH25 for a great pair of hoops. <laughs> of hoops. And follow Girls Night Hangout and leave a review on Apple iTunes. Love you, bitches. Bye.